Hello, my name is Michael Head, and this is the DFTW Podcast. I am so honored that you would take time to listen to this podcast. I believe that this episode is going to help you grow both mentally, spiritually, and physically. If I can do anything for you as you're listening to this, you need to reach out. You can see all my information in the description. And thanks again for listening. Happy New Year. I am excited about what we are going to get done this year. I want to say thank you for everybody who has downloaded this podcast and shared the podcast. Keep doing that. It is really cool to hear the stories of how many lives are being impacted by me sitting and recording my voice and just using some of the things that I've learned to hopefully help one person out there. And that's how this whole thing started. I just want to help one person. And what's neat is this actually has helped a lot more than one person. And I want to celebrate some stats from this year. It has been one full year since my first podcast on January 5th, 2020. And we know that 2020 was a crazy year. And for me, it was crazy. And I would never guess on January 5th, 2020, that I would be where I was living in Houston, Texas, that on January 1st, 2021, I'd be in Cleveland, Tennessee. And it is seriously exciting what God has done in my life and through this podcast. So I want to share some stats with you. 10,000 downloads have happened this year. That is absolutely crazy to me. I want to say thank you. I mean, if I could high five you, hug you, you guys are the ones that are making that happen. Let's continue to get the word out. I believe that mental health is super important, especially when we blend it with Jesus. That's how we start to heal. So let's get the word out. Continue to do that about this podcast. So 10,000 downloads. How cool is that? I recorded 27 episodes, and that is incredible, super awesome. I didn't really have a goal of how many to record. I just wanted to record whenever I could, and I did. And this year, I can't wait because I believe I will be doubling that from 27 episodes, and I'm going to double that, and I'm excited about what that's going to look like. Also, the number one most played or most downloaded episode was the first episode I ever did, which is No is a Complete Sentence. And that's interesting because... I was really debating what my first one should be and saying no is something that a lot of people struggle with. And I just save you the time or you can go and listen to it. Um, You can just say no to anything and you don't have to explain why you just say no. And it's okay to do that. You got to take care of yourself. So that's the number one most popular download. The number two most popular was taking a hard look at trauma. That's episode number six taking a hard look at trauma. And I believe that that's a good one. If you don't know what trauma is, if you, uh, maybe you have, I experienced trauma, you can listen to that and learn a lot about it. And then number three is episode 15, where I talked about how I lost 30 pounds. And this is such an incredible episode because it's not just about a diet plan. It's not just about working out. It's actually more than that. The reason that I believe that I started to lose weight is because mentally I was working on myself and spiritually. And because of that, I was able to uh, really dial it in, dial in my eating and my working out. And so you can do that too. So listen to that. That's episode 15, how I lost 30 pounds. So again, thank you so much. It's been an incredible year. I can't wait for this next year as we get rocking and rolling on some great new um, thoughts and topics. And also I'm going to be interviewing more people this year. I interviewed one person this past year, which is awesome. I'm trying to be my own podcast. A lot of people do interviews and that's okay. I just didn't want to start out as an interview type podcast, but I believe that there's some voices that God has kind of put in my path that would be great for you to hear from. And so be ready for some outstanding 
interviews. Again, thank you so much. You guys are amazing. It's been an incredible year. How do you know when you need a therapist? A lot of people have already like turned it off. Like, I don't need a therapist. I've got it together. I'm all good. And let me just tell you, you probably need to go and talk to somebody. Again, talking to somebody is not a bad thing. Going to talk to a professional about anything that's going on in your mind or in your life is actually a really healthy thing to do. And I would encourage you to do that. What's sad is what we're seeing are so many people, and especially like pastors, they, they feel like they're really good at taking care of everybody else, but they are losing. They are losing. The person that God has designed them to be they are pouring out to everybody else and they're losing. Their home is losing. Their families are losing. And you know what? We need to talk to somebody. It's okay to get help. Uh, our pride may stop us. The enemy may tell you you don't need to. The culture may say only people with problems go to a therapist. And I disagree with every one of those things. Why? Because it's not what's wrong with you. It's what's right with you. You deserve to go and talk to somebody. And so I want to talk about five ways that you can kind of look at yourself and realize, you know what? I may need to go and talk to somebody. You don't have to be crazy. You don't have to be desperate or on the brink of a meltdown to go to therapy. I mean, at the same time, therapy isn't necessary for every little struggle that we have. And if you have a strong support system at home and your family, then man, you may be okay. But how do you know when it's time? How do you know when it's time? And, and, and a lot of people wait till it's too late. And I want to encourage you, don't wait till it's too late. Because then it's too late. And it takes a lot more work to dig up from that. And that's what I did. I mean, for years, I compounded my pain. I compounded all these things that were going on. And I covered it up with working really hard. I covered it up with business. I covered it up with sports gambling for a long time. I covered it up with so many different things, with food and and with uh, all these different things that I would do just to cover up this pain that I was going in because I felt like I don't need to talk to anybody. I'm okay. When truly what was happening underneath was huge. It's And what's happening underneath can sometimes kill us because we don't actually see it coming or we do and we keep pushing it. It's like those huge sinkholes that happen in Florida where no one knew it was coming. Then they wake up the next day and their entire backyard is gone. And it has just fallen into the earth. Well, it's because for so long underneath has been this erosion happening and things just continuing to break down and go away. And then boom, it all falls in to the earth. And man, that can happen with us if we're not careful. And so how do we do that is we talk about it. We deal with our things. We stop pushing. We stop trying to cope with different ways. And we go and we talk to a professional, a professional. You're like, well, I, I have my best friend. I've got my dog. I've got my cat. Oh, that's really cool. But a professional therapist is the way to go. And how do you know when you need one? So let's talk about a few things that you can look at to say, you know what? I need to go talk to somebody or I'm doing okay. So the first thing is the, you feel sad, angry, or you're just not yourself. This uncontrollable sadness and anger and this like hopelessness. And I, I've lived this. I was I lived this for a good six months until it realized I, I need help. I've got to talk to somebody. But these may be signs of an issue that can improve with treatment. If you're eating or sleeping more than normal, you're withdrawing from your family or friends, you're just feeling off, I would go and talk to somebody. Because if not, this could escalate to the point that you question whether, whether or not life is worth living. And let me tell you, it is worth living. And you can start having thoughts of, of death 
or of suicide. And let me tell you, I have lived that life. I have lived the life of thinking, I don't want to live anymore. I don't want to be here. I can't take this anymore. I don't want to talk to anybody. I was eating all the time. I was I, I was withdrawn. And man, it was awful. And you know, I knew. Actually, my wife was like, you need to go and talk to somebody. And I did. And because of starting that process, man, I am so thankful. And I'm continuing that process. I didn't say this, but I have uh, I've, I found a therapist here in Tennessee, and it is incredible. I'm so glad. I continue to do my work. I am not just going to talk to you about these things if I'm not willing to do it. I go see a therapist a few times a month. Does that mean, man, I've got all these issues. I've got all these problems. I mean, there are things that are going on. There's things from a past that I'm still in working on. And I'm able to talk to this person about what's happening right now in life. And it is so freeing because of that confession. Remember, the more that we can get things out, the better that we're going to be. The enemy wants us to keep those things in. It's okay to talk about the, it's okay to get these things out. So feeling super sad, angry all the time, or you're just not yourself. I would say, go talk to somebody. The second thing is you're abusing drugs, alcohol, food, or sex to cope. So when we turn to outside sources, or behaviors to help us feel better, our coping skills need some fine-tuning. And if you feel unable to control these behaviors or you can't stop, despite all the negative things that are happening in your life, you may have an addiction or a compulsive behavior that needs some treatment. Look, we try to cope in so many different ways. There are these coping mechanisms that we use to try to make ourselves feel better. Some people turn to drugs or alcohol or gambling or whatever it may be. And those are unhealthy because you keep going to it and you keep going to it. And you're like, I just can't stop. The truth is you can stop and it's okay. And we can work with these things. You know, the first time that I learned about coping mechanisms is when I realized, wow, I really do have some things I need to work on because I used to use food as something that made me feel better because I could control it. I also, as mentioned before, I would do sports gambling, like fantasy football stuff all the time. Why? Because it made me feel better. And truly what it was doing was this is an addictive behavior that actually got out of control. And so go and talk to somebody. It's okay. You may be like, you know, you may feel like, oh, I can't tell anybody. Maybe you're a pastor. Maybe you're, 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 man, you're just a Christian. And you're like, man, I, if somebody finds out about this, I am going to whatever it may be. That's not true. And if somebody finds out about it, and if they treat you the way that they shouldn't have, man, that's their loss. But let me tell you something. You are worth it. You are important. And because of this hidden, for some, these hidden compulsive behaviors that we have, ultimately, they're going to kill you. So go and get some help. It's okay. A third thing, maybe you've lost somebody that's important to you. You know, grief, whew, grief is tough. It can be long and it can be difficult to process. And you can grieve for many different reasons, not just losing somebody. You can grieve a friendship. You can grieve so many different things and uh, a loss of a job. And let me just tell you, grieving is hard. And if you've lost something or there's something in your life that continues just to kind of come up in this grieving process, the sadness of whatever it may be, go and talk to somebody. Go and talk to somebody. The fourth thing, something traumatic has happened. And if you have a history of abuse, of neglect, or other trauma that you haven't fully dealt with, and you find yourself, maybe you've been a victim of a crime or an accident, or maybe you're chronically sick all the time, or there's some sort of a traumatic event, maybe a storm, so many different things has happened to you. Let me tell you, 
the faster that you can learn to to cope with these things, the better you're going to be. Because like me, I have a history of abuse and neglect and and sexual abuse and all these these horrible things that have happened to me that I've pushed down for so long. And eventually they came out because I was really good at pushing. And they came out and I was unable to deal with it. And they were triggering and it was absolutely horrible. And I had panic attacks and all these things. And when I went to get help, I started to learn how to deal with these things. And now I have an amazing, fully, uh, almost said prosperous, maybe that's the right word, but I had, I'm able to live my life in such a great, peaceful, joyful way. And so if you've had something happen to you, go and talk to somebody. It is worth it for you and watch how freedom will just, you will walk in a whole new way because of that freedom. The fifth thing you can't do the things that you like to do. Have you stopped doing the activities that you would normally enjoy? You don't like to go outside anymore. Maybe you don't like to hang out with your kids. Maybe you don't like to go out with people. You know, these are things that most people are already noticing in you. And I would say, go and get some help. What did you used to enjoy? Maybe you enjoyed to run. Maybe you enjoyed to cook. Maybe reading was something that you enjoyed. And you don't do it anymore. And you know that you don't do it because of whatever it may be. Man, go and talk to somebody. You know, just because we decide to go to therapy doesn't mean you're going to continue to do it for the rest of your life. A lot of people think, no, once I do it, it's I'm in forever. I'm going to continue to go to the shrink and have my head shrinked. Look, that's not the deal. The truth is uh, most people, and this is from the Journal of Counseling Psychology, that most people have found out that you will feel better and you will be able to deal with a lot of these things within seven to 10 visits. And there's another study that was out in 2006 from the Journal of Consulting and Clinical Psychology that 88% of therapy, of people who have gone to therapy, improved in just one session. Let me say that again. 88% of people went to one session and have felt so much better. I know for me, I've gone a few times and I'm like, so what are we going to talk about? <laughs> and, uh, and and that's okay. It's okay to have those times. And for me, I, I really don't do much of the talk therapy. I do a lot of EMDR, which I have a whole podcast on EMDR. You can look at that one. I'm sorry, you can listen to that on EMDR. And it's just an amazing way to do therapy for trauma because I can't really talk about the trauma. It's very hard. But as I do EMDR, man, I'm able to process it and deal with it in a really good way. And so therapy just doesn't have to be talk therapy. It can be, there's many forms of, there's group therapy, there's equine therapy, there's sports therapy, there's outdoor therapy. There's so many different ways to do therapy. And and it's not just you walking into a place, laying on a couch, someone's there with a notebook taking notes. I mean, my therapist here in Cleveland, Tennessee, doesn't even take notes. It is amazing. And so I encourage you, maybe just go one time and check it out. Uh, you may like it and also know this when going to a therapist, understand that you need to be the one doing most of the talking. If your therapist is talking more than you, you need to walk out the room because <laughs> you're not their therapist. You need to be the one talking. And I encourage you of those five things. Let's, let's review it real quick. You're feeling sad, angry, or not yourself. You're abusing drugs or alcohol food, sex, you're coping with things in a, in a way that you know is unhealthy and other people have mentioned to you. The third thing, you've lost somebody or something super important to you. The fourth thing, something traumatic has happened. The fifth thing, you stopped doing the things that you truly enjoy. For some, 
you may have to go to a place that requires more intensive intervention. I mean, that's exactly what I did when I went to onsite for 45 days and it was for trauma. It was truly amazing and it saved my life. I, I needed that in my life. And I'm not saying everybody needs that, but for me in my past, that is what I needed at the time. And God provided a way for me to be able to do that, but not everybody needs that. Most people will benefit from a short-term goal-oriented therapy to address these specific needs or this interpersonal conflict to get out of a rut or to make a huge life decision. And the opportunity, let me just tell you, to talk to somebody uncensored and a non-biased professional without the, without the fear of judgment is huge and it can be life-changing. It's also biblical. Proverbs 20.18 says this, Plans succeed through good counsel. Don't go to war without wise advice. How many days do we go to war, if you will, against the enemy? Or maybe for you, it's somebody else that you're going to war with and you're, you feel all alone. Man, if you can go and talk to somebody, a professional, and get advice and talk to them and have them maybe set some goals for you, man, your plans will succeed through good counsel. Proverbs 20, 18. Proverbs 12, 15 says this, The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. A wise man. A wise man. And how many men are like, I don't need help. I've got this. I don't need to ask for directions. I don't need Siri. I've, I'm the man. Let me tell you something. Man, a real man is willing to get help. A real man is willing to deal with their emotions. A real man is okay with feelings. Why? Because God gave us those and we can deal with them. And when we deal with these things and when we are able to go inside and work on us, the better that we are for us and then for everybody else around us. If we go into therapy because we want to help our kids and we want to help our wife and then I want to do it for them, good thinking, but not the best plan. We need to be doing it for us. Once we take care of us, we are able to take care of those we love the most. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the DFTW podcast. Continue to share it all around. Let people know about it. Yell it from the rooftops. Tell people to download it, share it, text it out to all your friends, because I believe that there's one person out there that is debating going to talk to a therapist. And this podcast, this episode could actually help them and change or save their life. Also, if you go to Apple or Spotify on the podcast, if you could leave a review, that would be awesome. Thank you so much and have an amazing new year. Thank you so much for listening today. If this podcast brought you any value, it would mean so much to me if you could go and leave a five-star review and just in the description of it, what were your takeaways from this episode? And please remember, if I can do anything for you or for a loved one, for someone that you care about, please reach out. You can go to nextstepcoach.org. You can fill out the short application so that we can work together. It's a true investment in your life and an investment that will change the direction that you are headed. Thanks again.